This episode of The Morning Skate is brought to you by Key Sparkling Water. Between dodging pucks and heckling refs, you need a hydration game that keeps up. Enter that Key Sparkling Water. You need a refresh? Skate on over to keysparklingwater.com and save 20% by using code TMS24. TMS stands for The Morning Skate, if you didn't figure that out by now. Uh, you can also find Key on Amazon or if you're local to the Saratoga area. We have it at BurgerFi, Franklin Market, Fat Paulies, and Capital Roots. That is Key Sparkling Water, Phone, Wallet, and Key. Oh, oh yeah we're back what's up guys welcome to the morning skate episode 311 uh if you're listening to this we released two podcasts today i interviewed johnny lazarus a little bit earlier we talked rangers hopefully you guys enjoyed that now we're doing our normal podcast i'm joined by my co-host brownie brownie how's oh. everything going over there buddy hey let me ask you about your uh ad read there all right shooting score let's go what is what is fat Polly's? Uh, it's a, like a deli. It's like a sandwich. Oh, I knew it was going to be a deli. I thought either deli or strip club. But <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Key Sparkling Water at your favorite Fat Pauly strip club. There I, used not to a be bad a idea. Strip, I'll, I'll let Will be, know about it. I'll tell you right now, there used to be a strip club in the Massachusetts area called Chubby's years ago. And my buddy brought me once. And I walked in and I was like, what? And he's like, what do you think the sign meant? I'm like, I didn't think it meant this. It was uh, <laughs> Big Bone Women, which yeah. I was not prepared for. Chubby's. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's something I can bring to Will's attention. If you're at a strip club and you're not drinking, have a key sparkling water. We'll figure or it out. T- yep, TMS 24 saves you 20%. But uh, how's everything going with you, dude? Good, man. Good. We are uh, in the grips of COVID over here, uh, sequestered, isolated. Somehow my daughter is still clear while me and my wife are positive. Luckily, my sister-in-law is here uh, to take care of her. And um, I am, uh, yeah, we're a couple of days couple days we can be back amongst the the commoners and not <laughs> yeah and not- covid sucks man what's weird about covid is obviously it's just it just blows we're still doing like the quarantine thing you're still doing all that stuff you're making sure everybody else isn't getting sick wouldn't it be like it's i feel like every time anybody gets sick it should be like that try to try to prevent the sickness out there make sure you're hydrating make sure you're doing your vitamin c do whatever you need to do um, i will say this the uh the thing with covid and look, I'm not I'm not a fucking doctor by any means, um, but it's the way it changes, you know, and mutates and it mm-hmm. affects every like it affects people so differently based on their biology and how they handle stuff. It's so much different than a flu because a flu has like a spectrum of like ailments and stuff, whereas COVID will like it can cause inflammation around your heart and someone it can cause your GI tract to swell. It could put you in a coma. I mean, it's or. You're like, oh, I got I got the sniffles. It's crazy. It's crazy. it is. It is pretty crazy. I remember that they used to say that, uh, you know, just like your respiratory, it takes a while for it to get back. So I skated uh, last night for the first time in forever, and holy shit, dude, I am out of shape. But I, I just kept saying, well, well, I had, I had COVID. I'm recovering. Just hero. COVID. Just because mm-hmm. I comment, I just got my hero. Well, there you go. That's what I do. Um, yeah, normal podcast. We're going to get into it. We have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of shit going down in, in Philadelphia and Toronto, and it's going to be interesting. I can't like wait. NBA to level drama. Yeah, it's insane. I was talking to my buddy uh, Rex about it. He's like, there's so much shit. And, and Hal, he's like, dude, this year's been so entertaining with the stories that are going around. Yes. Yeah. It, it seems like it's like TMZ, but for hockey. But um, <laughs> let's do some Mia Culpas. Hi. This is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Cat and Brownie. All right, our first Mia Culpa is Nick Ritchie versus Alexander Degg. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nick Ritchie, 481 games played. Degg, 616. 616 games played, sorry. Ritchie, 84, 102 for 186 with 483 PIMS for five different teams. Degg, 129. 198 for 327 with 186 PIMS for six teams. Okay. Uh, Richie over his career, 0.39 points per game. Dag over his career, 0.53 points per game. Nick Richie had one 15 goal season and Dag had two 20 goal seasons. Dag was number one overall, though, right? Yeah, he was supposed to be like a phenom. Right. 
That's what everybody talks seven. about. I would say they're both busts. I think that's how we can sum that up. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, Latang and Carlson are both indeed right-handed shots. Nice work, Okay. Buddy. If you guys have kids out there and they want to play hockey, put a right-handed stick in their hands and just have them play defense. There's, I see. I feel like there's always like a need for a right-handed puck-moving defenseman. So ruins, ruins all the time. Um, the PWHL coaches that none of us could get. Ottawa is Carla McLeod. Uh, Haley Irwin and Kaseya Scholes are her assistants. And Montreal is Corey Chevrolet. And there's no assistance that I could find mention of. And just like the Canadiens, the Montreal PWHL team, there's an unwritten rule that they have to speak French. So ridiculous. Montreal, dude. Mm. Uh, Jersey Jerry, right? We were talking about this. I fucking love this guy, dude. Jersey Jerry got his hole-in-one after 37 hours on the live stream. And two thousand six hundred and twenty-seven shots. He had he had like Tom Brady tweeting at him. He had say, everybody. All kinds of famous fans chirping in, uh, being very supportive. And one guy lost his job because he sat there for eight hours at his computer and watched Jersey Jerry. So Barstool hires that guy. Yeah. So Jersey Jerry, he he tried doing something. Uh, I think it was yesterday. And he had hockey, right. Yeah, he had roller skates on. He fell and he sprained his shoulder joint. So then, like later in the night, he was trying to do stuff and people were chirping him and he, he blew a gasket. And he's like, This is done. It's done. And he, and he canceled the live stream. So if you guys follow the morning skate and you follow Jersey Jerry, let him know he's doing a great job. The yeah, content that Jersey he's putting Jerry. out, he, he just seems like a fucking good dude. So he does seem like a good guy. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, if you listen to the episode with me, Ted, and Coach Carp, we talked about Ted uh, stealing catalytic converters. And uh, once again, this picture has made its rounds. And for those that haven't seen it, there he is. Look at that guy. Dude, he's your twin. It's pretty crazy, dude. It's, <laughs> it's the sickest thing. He looks so much like you. Yep, and we're, we're getting into that time of year again where that picture starts going around. Yep. So I'm, I'm sure it won't be long until people are like, oh. oh. That's what we got to do. If we get to the point where we can just make T-shirts off ideas, we're putting that on a T-shirt. That I don't hate it. I don't hate that at all. <laughs> Um, have, you, have you seen your hockey bag? Yeah, right. Dude, like, what the fuck, man? It sucks, dude. I, I guess there's probably way worse things, but you could have a team called the Catalytic Converters, and that's that's your logo, that kid's face, dude. That would be really, really funny. And also, it's like kind of street cred because it's like, oh, is Ked an outlaw? Oh, does Ked know how to work on cars? Pretty blue collar, pretty outlaw. So, Billy the Kid, there you go. Uh, all right, so not too many me a couple of the NHL news. We have a lot. Well, not really a lot, but no, the shit that we're going to talk about is like pretty big. All right, guys. So the drama, the tea, the keeping up with the Kardashians of the league going on right now. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers announced a trade the other day. It kind of shocked the hockey world. The Flyers acquired Jamie Drysdale in a second-round selection in the 2025 NHL draft from Anaheim in exchange for Cutter Gauthier. Uh, Cutter Gauthier, if you're living under a rock, pretty good young player, pretty high pick. Scored two goals and had 12 points over seven games. I think it was and, uh, fifth, fifth overall, I believe. Yep, and uh, he won a gold medal at the World Junior Championships. Yep. Uh, so here's some quotes. This is from GM Danny Briere. He looked at us at the draft hold, and told us – you want to run through this, or do you want to want me to counter as we go, or do you want to do opinions at the end? Opinions at the end. Let's go all through right. everything. Let's lay all the facts yeah. out on the table, yeah. and we'll do it up. Go so ahead. Danny Briere said he looked at us at the draft and told us he was built to be a flyer, wanted to be a flyer, and then a few months later he told us that he didn't want to be a flyer. Uh, Keith Jones on Goche, if you don't want to be a flyer, you're not going to be a flyer. Uh, per source, rookie GM and coaching style were reasons Goche didn't want to be a flyer. That's from your admiral. Uh, Ray Ferraro on the Cutter Goche saga. They aren't returning calls, which I find almost amateurish. Uh, Jones and Breer actually flew out to Sweden to talk to him, and they didn't even get a chance to even talk to him. Can you imagine the? I'd be so pissed. I mean, I I never fly it's in the middle like, of a tournament. I know, but I never fly good on a plane anyway. So if I'm just thinking, like, if I'm in like my little sea on Southwest Airlines, and I fly all the way to fucking Sweden, and the kids well, say hi, you're not flying on Southwest Airlines. And number two. Was there any mention of that they talked to him or his agent ahead of time and confirmed a meeting? Uh, no. If you're on this kid's side, we are going to be battling here in a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, I am I on this wait. I'm pumped. Um, and then uh, Torts, obviously. I mean, he, he's just a quote machine. I don't know Cutter from a hole in the wall. 
Uh, then there was like a really brutal rumor um, of that Kevin cool. Hayes had his hands on I'm it. On, and I'm, Kevin, on, I'm on Kevin Hayes' side as well. See, I'm okay. Matthew DeFranks, Kevin Hayes on involvement with Cutter Goche rumors. Yeah, I think it's complete bullshit. Honestly, I think those two guys act like complete pieces of shit. To be honest, making shit up. Now I'm going to go to bed and wake up with death threats and people wanting my family dead. Uh, it's just been drama, 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 drama. So, Brownie, let's let's hear what you have to say about all well, this. I'm, I'm working on my uh, timeline here. That was May. Okay. So, Cutter Goche went on a different hockey podcast a few months ago, and Rex actually listened to it today and gave me a call, and I refused to listen to this podcast because I just don't. Why? Because it's going to give you facts. That, no, I don't, uh, I, don't like the two, I don't like the two people who run the podcast. I think oh, they're fucking right. squids. But – from what he said, it, he kind of came off as like an entitled fucking hockey dude. Like, oh, I wish, Everybody's- I wish, I, I wish I didn't have to go to class. I wish it was athlete, student, not student athlete. Just saying shit that, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think that they would have done that in the '90s and the 2000s. I don't no. think Joe McGinley is going to do that. You're I don't think Mike right. Madonna is going to do that, or but Steve Eisman is going to do that. I think he's just a little this privileged piece of shit. In. This is the world we live in. Every one of these kids, and that's not just hockey; it's every sport. Every one of these, not every one of these kids. That's so, what I'm saying. It's not every one of these. Kids. The majority of these kids have been told how fucking great they are since they've been seven years old, and it goes to their heads. And not everyone has the family background, the older brother to be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" You know what I mean? Not everybody has that. So if this kid's feeling himself coming off the World Juniors, which you want to talk about how America conducted themselves at the World Juniors? I didn't like how America conducted themselves. So this is what I'm saying. This is where this kid is coming from. So first off, Danny Briere, is he going to come out and say, yeah, we really fucked up? No. Of course he's going into spin control because he's a rookie. I don't, I don't know how they would have fucked up. They picked a kid who didn't want to play for that. I don't know how that's fucked up. There's no pre-draft interview? I'm sure there was, and I'm sure that probably wasn't brought up. Well, he just uh, said he it, looked it, at it, us at the draft and told us that he wanted to be a flyer. What's he gonna say? He wants to go to the NHL. He's not gonna okay. Be okay, so how's that Breer's fault? If you're talking to a kid, no, who no, says, yeah, I don't I'm, know if he did his due diligence. Okay. I know when they when they had the draft stuff, this kid was like, "Well, I grew up a Sid fan. I'm really a Penguins guy." I mean, if that that should have been a warning bell if you're the Philadelphia Flyers organization right there. I see. I don't know if that's if that's true because I think a lot of guys just want to play in the NHL. That's the thing. Playing in the NHL is a fucking privilege, dude. It's oh, not like I agree. You be I able agree to say that all the time, but not everybody feels that way. Like I like the Eric Lindros thing when Eric Lindros demanded to go to the Flyers. I would have ripped Eric Lindros for that. The okay. only time I, I well, don't. I had that mentioned here. It's kind of ironic that Philly's all up in arms over this, where Eric they ended up with Eric Lindros because he was being a big baby. Right. Put me on record. I think it's complete bullshit that if a play, if a team has rights to a player, especially never playing in the league before, right, comes into the league and is like, "Well, I don't want to play for you," then I think as long as they're picked, wait your fucking three years and then go out, go on, go on, do whatever you want. Unless do you know what year he is at BC is this his final year? I'm unsure about that. Because if he didn't want to go to the Flyers, he could just go back to BC and then he becomes a free agent. That's what I was going to say. I, I think if you're picked by a team, it's your responsibility to play for that team. And if you don't want to play for that team, then there has to be some sort of, okay, well, you can't play in the league for a certain amount of years. That's no, you just I can't go in that year. Nah, I think no, you still you still lose a year as a pro. Blake Wheeler did that. Yeah, but technically any player ever could just be like, well, I want to play for the Bruins. Well, I want to play for the Bruins. Well, I want to play for the Bruins. Then what do you do? This is like a pretty dangerous precedent no, to establish. No, you have, so you get drafted. Right. Mm-hmm. I get drafted by Tampa Bay and I'm like, I'd rather stop playing hockey than play for Tampa Bay. So then That's I right. say I'm going back to Northeastern for another year and then I'm a free agent. That's all. You lose a year. So I think you should have to lose more than a year. Why? That's what I think, because it's the NHL, dude. It's not you being able to pick where you're going. It's a privilege to play in the league. If a team drafts you, that's where you should play. And if you don't want to play, you completely have the right to sit out one or two years, whatever it might be. But the fact that you can just kind of pick and choose, and again, you I can't think it's bullshit. Forfeit a year, you still forfeit a year. There's, I would, I would make it a bigger consequence because I just, unless the only unless is if you want to go to the Rangers, then completely okay. <laughs> Other than that, I just think it's bullshit. This kid, you get drafted in the NHL, you're a high pick, like you. There's just, the other it's, thing there's too so about, much entitlement with this, dude. The, like the other you should be about- happy to make the league. The other thing about Briere, this kid got drafted in July of 2022, mm-hmm. right? 
I believe Briere got hired in 23. I'm unsure. That might be a mea culpa. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Are you looking it up right now while I'm talking? I can. Yeah, I can do that. Because if because if that's the case, then he got hired, and then this kid was like, "Oh, I don't want to go there," and I mean, whatever. Uh, and I believe Kevin Hayes was still a flyer at the time, so it's a you know he knew Hayes, you know, from BC local. Um, and I think I don't have an issue with what Keith Jones said. I think Keith Jones is very matter of fact. We want players that want to be here. Uh, when I uh, talked to Kevin Paul Dupont and I brought up Jake DeBrus requesting a trade, the first thing he said was Harry Sinden would have had him out of here on the first plane. I mean, that's that's fine. I have no problem with that. I don't have any problem with what Torts said because he wasn't – Torts wasn't an ass about it. He was like, I don't know him. He's like, I want to talk about uh, Drysdale, who wants to be here. So Briere was, was, was named Briere was named special assistant to the general manager for the Flyers on March 10th, 2023. The Flyers named Briere interim general manager, later appointing him to permanent general manager on May 11th. Okay, so this kid was prior prior to Briere being in charge. Uh, um, let me look that up. Are you positive about that? About the draft day? Yeah, it was yeah. July of 2022. Yeah. Okay. So that, that that timeline works out. So do you agree with me that Torts wasn't being aggressive? He was just – I thought Torts was very matter-of-fact. Like, I think Torts – I think Torts – yeah, I, I liked what he said. I want to talk yeah. about the players who want to be here. He could he have fucking with, went in on him. I don't have a problem with what Torts said. I don't have a problem with Keith Jones. I think Danny Briere came across as a little whiny, but whatever. Um, and this guy, this reporter, Anthony Sanfilippo, that's uh, the Kevin Hayes thing. Here's right. the thing about that. You better make sure that that is fact before yep. you fucking saying shit like that, right? Well, all right. So he reported that a source in the organization told him that Hayes was involved in this, like mm -hmm. pulling the strings or whatever. I don't know this guy. I don't know who he is, but he's he's credentialed press. So he's not going to fuck up his whole thing. It's his right. full-time job. He's not going to go out on a limb making something up about Kevin Hayes. And I'm not I'm not faulting Kevin Hayes at all for this. What I'm saying is there could have been someone in the organization that said to San Filippo, hey, I bet you Kevin Hayes was all fucking over this. And he was like, can I quote you on that? He's like, you could say a source. And then the guy could have had some ax to grime against Hayes. So then this guy reported it, and Hayes rightfully so was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. he probably never did this. So right. this guy could be right. Kevin Hayes could be right. What, what I will say is the most fragile fucking people are online. And if you're a fan of a pro team and you're making death threats or saying that you're glad his brother's dead. Yeah, you're a fucking loser. Happened, because some kid doesn't want to play for a team that you don't fucking own, that you're a fucking fan of, you're a fucking loser and you need to reevaluate your priorities. It's a new it's a new level of loser, right? Like I hate Mark Stahl, dude. I've always hated Mark yep. Stahl. Every game he played for the Rangers, I would boo him. I want to give yep. a fuck. I would never be like, hey Mark Stahl, I hope your family dies. Or hey Mark Stahl, no, I'm going no, for you. No, That's no. like a different level of like you're fucking batshit crazy, or just like you haven't been punched in the face before. It's well, that's what I was gonna say, the Mike Tyson quote. Everybody's a tough guy until they get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know, I don't have any issue with what Hayes did. I don't have anything with San Filippo if this if he really got this quote right from someone in the organization. Yeah, because what is, what is that guy supposed to do? Right. Like he's told that know, that's a story. So like, that's a huge fucking story. Yeah. And for Kevin Hayes to say he's a clown, I get it. It's a knee jerk reaction. And Kevin Hayes seems like a pretty reasonable guy outside of these fucking family death threats. I bet you if you asked Hayes, hey, someone in the organization told him, he'd be like, oh fuck, I didn't know that. I bet you, you know, he's a, he's a decent guy. Yeah, it's just I guess some people handle it a little bit. I wish, I wish Hayes would have just like kind of came out with his own statement, like that was absolutely not true. I don't know where that came from. Ended there. Perfect. The whole this guy's yeah. a piece of shit. Blah 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 right. blah. Right. Like, dude, got personal. But but, I at, the, but at the same, yeah, hundred percent. Like, if I, I had a brother who passed away and that yeah. came out, and it, people well, are like, hey, take, take Jimmy out of it. If he's getting family death threats, then it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I understand Biz and Wit and coming to Hayes. They're good buddies with Hayes. I get it. Um, and I feel bad for this kid who's 19 years old. Oh, I don't. Whatever. At all. He's, he's I cannot wait for his. I can't wait for his first game in Philly. I, that's I gonna be must watch TV. <laughs> I hope he gets laid the fuck out. I will he say just, this. He's an entitled little dick. That's the that's the vibe I get. Maybe I, he's not, I, but I will say this: for all the stories, right? That um, this became a must thing that they had to do. Blah blah blah. 
I heard this kid talk about how he's had an ongoing conversation with Pat Verbeek for a few months. And Verbeek came and saw him play at Boston College a number well, of they, times. Well, they knew, they knew about this for a while. They knew okay, that because okay. they said that he wanted to be a I didn't flyer, know if you had said he, that. No, so – Danny Breer said at the draft, they told us he wanted to be a flyer. Then he didn't want to be a flyer. And then Danny Breer also said that they were aware of it, that he asked other GMs kind of like for their, you know, keep it on the down low. So like that does make sense that that was going on. And they were hoping that they were going to be able to be like, hey, dude, like keep coming back and playing and stuff like that. And it just never ended up being that. Yeah. Danny Breer is the guy I'd want molding my kid. I mean, you know, his kid's such an upstanding citizen throwing that woman. Yeah, but I think I think that there's definitely times. You want to talk about entitled kids? Well, no, I think that there also are times where there's good parents that just have piece of shit kids just because the kids a piece That's of fair. shit. I think that That's that fair. does happen as well. That's fair. So, whatever. I think, to be honest with you, the winner out of all this, I mean, it sucks to go from Anaheim to Philly in terms of outside the rink, right? But uh, Jamie Drysdale Hell is a player, dude. top pair. He is going to play in all situations, and I think you're going to see his game fucking skyrocket. And you got a second round pick out of it, dude. They actually, yeah. I don't think that they did that bad in terms of no. getting back no. for this kid. Right. But I think that Cutter Gauthier should have to rescind the name Cutter. I think that if your name's Cutter, you're kind of a nail gun. He's more acting like a Clarence of some sort. <laughs> actually, so you know, I'm a, is I want to get a uh, Mastiff, and Clarence is what I want to name it. Just prim and proper, and I'm the man. Who, no, I think Clarence, like, Clarence is a junkyard dog. Clarence. Clarence is not a junkyard dog. Cutter is a junkyard dog, dude. <laughs> we should do that top three dog name sometime. We, we definitely could. but So I think he's a piece of shit, and you like him, so that's where we're going. Yeah, I just listen. I, I root for all the players to get where they want to play and be happy. So I don't. I don't root like for Eric this at all. I think, Philadelphia. No, I think he's an entire piece Lindros- of shit. Do you know that the the general? I did some looking into this thing, the Lindros thing. The general manager for the Northeast at the time was offered a deal from Philly. New York, gave, the Rangers gave him a better deal. He was like, "Oh fuck, Philly, I'm doing that with the Rangers." The Flyers then put a grievance in with the league. They had to interview all these people, including Lindros, and they awarded Lindros to the Flyers over the Rangers. No shit. Yeah, I didn't. I did not remember that. Holy fuck, could you imagine if Eric Lindros was a Ranger? From the beginning. I'm sure the Scott Stevens thing probably would have happened way earlier. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. So <coughs> we're gonna move on to Toronto. Toronto recalled the Elias Sampson off from the AHL. Um I just threw that in ahead of it just because the other stuff. Yeah. Still- no, I get that. Um, but they also signed William Nylander to an eight-year contract extension worth $11.5 million a year. He has a full no-movement clause all the way through, also no trade clause all the way through the life of the deal, and it's the largest extension in the history of the team. Uh, he's currently so the top vote getter for – The key thing there, sorry to cut you off. So no-movement clause means one thing, but there's a lot of guys that have a no-movement clause, but there's – I don't remember the ins and outs, but unless you have both, you can be dealt. You, yeah, I don't remember the ins and outs. I, I remember listening to it on 32 Thoughts where uh, Elliot and Merrick broke it down really good. Um, but there's some – I forget how it works, but unless you have both of those, you can get dealt. And the key is that he doesn't—he has both locked in the entire life of the deal. So he's not going anywhere. Good for him, unless he yeah. wants to. Unless he wants to, right, right. Um, he's currently the top vote-getter among fans for the NHL All-Star game. Uh, his deal also includes a $69 million signing bonus. Classic Willie Nylander. On <laughs> uh, 37 games played, he has 21 goals, 33 assists for 54 points. So I they like- got Matthews locked up. They got Nylander locked up. JT's oh. still there. I I would think at some point the Leafs are going to have to do some management in terms of their cap. Somebody's going to have to be on the, on the way out. I saw that. Maybe towards the end of his contract, Tavares could be the guy going. I see a lot of Mitch Marner going. So if you had to pick, I mean, I, obviously you're probably going to pick Tavares because he's older and hold towards the end of his contract. Who knows how he's going to be playing? But I think Toronto, they got their two guys that they wanted absolutely locked up. They have Willie Nylander and they have uh, Austin Matthews. Those are going to be the two horses that they're going to ride. Would you agree? Yeah, I just – I think Toronto is built as a team that rewards individual accomplishments and by rewarding individual accomplishments, they're going to have these super rich guys that 
are top six. There's going to be four of them at the most, and they're going to be on their own island with all these guys making 895000 trying to fill in everywhere else, and they are never going to go anywhere. They can win all the hearts they want, but they're never going to win the cup, and I'm here for it. So God bless you. That's fair. Um, I'm looking right now to see if uh, – who who else has no moves? So I uh like the doc kind of got a little messed up, but I know Toronto would be one of your teams. What are teams? What are like three teams you would absolutely not want to go to? If you're Toronto, like a Connor Noche, Toronto, Tampa. Who be the third that I just can't stand? I would go Seattle, St. Louis, and the Islanders. <laughs> Although every I feel like this Islanders might be a low key a cult, how they uh, everyone <laughs> loves it when you get there. I mean, I want to say Montreal, but it would also be kind of. I mean, there's a lot of history there. It'd be kind of something. Uh, maybe the Blackhawks, by the way, they are continually stepping on everybody's Johnsons. Uh, but I think I'd have to say, uh, I think I'd have to say Washington. Interesting. Okay. Not a fan. So I'm I'm on cap friendly. So to, I don't know how accurate. Matthews no movement clause. Tavares no movement clause. Marner no movement clause. Max Domi modified no trade. Tyler, <coughs> excuse me. Tyler Bertuzzi no movement. David Camp no modified no trade. Oh yeah. <coughs> then none of them are going anywhere unless they say so. All right. Um, the NHL three stars of the week. I feel like we should probably start doing this, giving these guys some line light. Uh, this is from January 1st to the 7th. Sam Reinhardt had five goals and assists for six points in three games played. Martin Jones went 3 0 0 with a shutout, and Connor Hellebuck also went 3 0 0. I want to talk about Sam Reinhardt. He's gonna be an unrestricted free agent this year, coming up in 39 games played. He has 28 goals, 22 assists, 50 points. He had 82 points his first year in Florida, 67 points his second year. This is his last year of a three-year, $18.5 million contract. This very un, like low-key underrated player in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. He's like, well, it still sucks because whenever I think of Sam Reinhardt, I think of the Sabres, but I should be thinking Panthers. Sam Reinhardt. You know what I mean? There's it's almost like you take that extra personalities on the, uh, on the Panthers that, you know. Um, before you go too much further, though, you brought up Hellebuck, and I wanted to bounce back to Toronto. Um, so right now, Winnipeg's the best team in the league. Yep. Right? 58 points, 27, 9, and 4 with 40 games played. Their highest cap hit for a skater is Kyle Connor. I mean, I know he's on LTIR, but Kyle Connor is at 7.1 million. Mm -hmm. And this team is in first place without him, who's arguably their best player. Yeah. Uh, best skater, sorry. Also, Connor Hellebuck is signed for 7 times 8.5. One of the best goalies in the NHL. We can agree on that. Yeah. Okay. The last four years of his deal, he signed for, I think, uh, seven years. So he has three years, full no move, full no trade. The last four years, modified no trade. That's a good GM because if his game starts to decline or the, uh, the Jets crater and he wants to go somewhere to try to win a cup, they can do it. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So it just – like we talked about, different different ways people approach, you know, building their teams. And I just think the Maple Leafs is the – it's got to be the worst way. I've seen better. Oh, um, sorry. This isn't oh in the document. I just saw this the other day. So how many rounds to win a Stanley Cup? Uh, first round. Oh, is this the Leafs thing that they've only uh... – when the it's Leafs like, won a cup, there was only yeah. two rounds. So they've never won a third round in the history of that team. It's pretty crazy. It's awesome. Nothing. Oh, wait, how many better. rounds? You have your quarters, semis, conference. There was there's less four, teams. There's there four rounds. Teams when they won. Yeah, they there's four won rounds won a cup. There's what? There's four rounds won a cup, right? right? You got your quarters, your semis, your conference. Yeah, you need 16 cup. wins. Yeah. Yep. But okay. what I'm saying is when they won last, which is 1967, there weren't that many teams. So there weren't that many rounds. Yeah, no, I, I think it's it's probably three rounds, right? They've never they had to win two rounds to get a Stanley Cup. They've never won a third round or a fourth round. Interesting. Okay. In the history of the team. And they the way they're going, they're not gonna. <laughs> we'll continue. 
Sorry. Uh, the Canucks are buzzing. They're now 23 and 0 and leading after two periods. They have more regulation wins than they had all of last season. That's uh, the Quinn Hughes, difference right there, brother. Yeah. Quinn Hughes became the ninth defenseman in NHL history to record 50 plus points through their first 40 games of the season. The others are Paul Coffey did it eight times, Bobby Orr did it six times, and then Eric Carlson, John Carlson, Brian Leach, Phil Housley, Al McKinnis, and Dennis Poppin. Your boy, Dennis Poppin. Wow, you know it's kind of you know it's crazy is I don't see Ray Bork's name on there. <laughs> I thought I'm that, not no, I'm not being a dick. I, that's insane. I literally thought you were looking for something and you were just being a dick. No, no, I swear to God, I wasn't. I, I saw all these like really sick defenseman names and I'm like, where the fuck is Bork? That's was, crazy. And he Bork put up a ton of points. Defense, baby, that's what he was doing. He became the ninth defenseman in NHL history to record 50 plus points through the first 40. Yeah, but he put up a ton of points, so he must have yeah. been a second half player. Yeah, when it counts. in terms of points wise, yeah. American Thanksgiving. That's when you turn the game on. Interesting. Uh Montreal Christian Dvorak is out for the remainder of the season due to a torn pectoral muscle. The Canadians are currently six in the Atlantic. They're 17, 17, and five with 39 points and 39 games played. A point per game. Not good for a team, though. <laughs> uh Dvorak is three, four, and seven with four with four penalty minutes and twenty-five games played this season. Uh well, if the team was it better, you wonder if he would make a con- more of a concerted effort to get back, you know. That's fair. Uh, torn pack. That's got to suck. I think uh, Ben Harper, he was the Rangers' like sixth, seventh defenseman last year. He played the AHL earlier this year. He tore his pack. He's done for the year. That's not. I, I a, was like, can he still play guitar? <laughs> that, no, that's a, that's a fucking. That's a popped in my head. You know Ben Harper, the musician, though. That's a popped in my head. Who's Ben Harper, the musician? He's a pretty good musician. Yeah. Oh, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Connor Bedard got hurt against the Devils. He's out six to eight weeks. Brendan Smith lined him up. Uh, actually, I don't even know if Brendan Smith lined up. It almost like they just kind of ran into each other. The Hawks now have nine players on the IR. Uh, they also placed uh, Nick Felino uh, with a fractured left finger on the injured reserve. I saw Was today that that the fight? I think so. Uh, Bedard had to have surgery on his jaw today. He's out six to eight weeks, so he's not going to be at the NHL All-Star game, which kind of sucks because that that's where your best players are going to be. Hopefully get a little bit more shine on the game. Uh, did you get, so the head coach, Luke Richardson on the Bedard hit, I don't think he stepped up on him. I think he just kind of stopped and Connor ran head first right into him. Did you get to see the hit? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was a bad hit. I think if Smitty wanted to blow him up even more, he could have. Um, that was the kind of the vibe I got. And then he had to, no, I just, I feel like old school, Bedard would have been sent to the moon there. Yeah. Or Paul Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, and then before the you, cap, you get off the Blackhawks. So I want to say something. All right. Blackhawks cap hit on the injured reserves, $35,408,333. And their cap hit on the active roster is $32,328,333. Could their IR beat their active roster? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. And one, one other thing, I don't know if this is what you were going to say, but you see Corey Perry had a meeting with uh, Gary Bettman today. Yep. There it is. And he's able to sign with other teams now. Can he so, go back to the Blackhawks? I I don't think they'd want him back. But he could, right? Arguably. Yeah, but they kicked him off the team. No, I understand that. I'm just saying. Hey, so I had this too. I forgot it was in my phone. Uh, Gautier on a podcast earlier today. He's like seeing all that. He had a. It was a long quote, but when they he wanted to talk about the. I wanted to talk about the Kevin Hayes stuff specifically. He goes, I'd like to specifically address the rumors about Kevin Hayes, and I'd like to officially say that he had zero contact with anything that had to do with the trade. Seeing all that stuff is pretty ruthless. Kevin Hayes had nothing to do with the situation at hand. Can't really talk too much about it. Going to keep it to myself, my family, and my agent. So there you go. I'd like to say, as if he's fucking this important presidential speech. I hate Cutter Goche, dude. I think he's he's trying to get some of the heat off Hayes, I'm sure. Uh, Minnesota, Marc-Andre Fleury tied Patrick Waugh for second all-time in the NHL win list with a win against the Blue Jackets. In the same game, he made an all-time stop. Uh, and then they were pulling the goal. He came back out, dove across, stopped the puck. They got the puck, went the other way uh, to send uh, them into overtime, I'm pretty sure. So I, don't, then, I didn't realize that was the same game when I saw the clips. Okay. It was. Did you see the play that he made? Yeah, it was pretty fucking crazy. He also got a kid uh, at practice. He got a kid out of school. Did you see that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Mark Andre Fleury. He's a man of the people. Yeah, the I've never done more. Like I've never done a more one eighty on a player than Mark Andre Fleury. 
So. Oh, you like him when he was a penguin? Oh, I fucking hated him. <laughs> um, PWHL. So Minnesota with their first home win of the history of the league when they beat Montreal 3 nothing. The first four games in league history, the home team lost. Uh, every single game is available for uh, to stream for free on YouTube and has drawn hundreds of that hundred of thousands of viewers per game. That's pretty cool to see. Smart uh, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto Emma Malte scores the first shorty in league history to kill the power play versus New York. Remember that rule where if you score a shorty, you don't have to keep going. Uh, Air Canada has signed a deal to be the official airline for all six teams. Got to get the big advertisers to make the league work. You nailed that one. Uh, For Linear TV, there were 2.9 million viewers across Canada for the inaugural game. Also really cool. Uh, The Minnesota PWHL opener sets record for attendance with 13,000 plus fans. Fans on hand, and they got to witness Grace Zaminkel score the first hat trick in league history. Uh, Madison Bizal, Ohio State, will be playing in her first PWHL game for Montreal after being declared cancer free as she was uh, previously diagnosed with nodular lymphocyte predominant Hodgkin's lymphoma in November 2020. Good for her, stick taps. Yep. Uh, nice to see that the league's going pretty good. You went to the game, how was it? Uh, game was sick. Uh, they lost, but it was just a great atmosphere. They lost on a bullshit goal. Uh, they waved off uh, Alina Mueller, friend of the podcast. They waved off Alina's goal. Oh uh, no way! For for no reason that I that I could gather. Uh, the facility was awesome. Not a bad seat in the house. As my How's buddy, the food? Uh, yeah, I was my buddy. All he talked about was how great the concessions were. I will say this: I've never seen this anywhere. They have beer beer coolers, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Four or five. There's like soft drinks, beer, 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 snacks, all on one side. On the left is like a um, like a stretched out rope, like you know that, like you know for the turnstile rope, right? Yep. So you walk up, you grab what you want, you walk up to the register, hand you your ID and the cash, and you keep going. It's drive through, drive through beer stand. It was fantastic. That's sick. Shout out to Lori. She was awesome. We went to her every time. She was very nice. She saw us coming, and she'd be like, what are you boys having? She was yelling. She was great. Uh, <laughs> I saw Don Sweeney there. Did not interrupt his conversation. In hindsight, I should have. I saw uh, Brian Burke, which I would have loved to talk to him. Um, I was handing out business cards like it was my job. Uh, we got some traction, possibly, with some press credentials. Um Great game, great atmosphere. Every single person was so happy to be there, so enthusiastically supporting it. The on-ice product was great. The first 10 minutes of the first was very, like, feel it out. And by the end of the second, I think Hillary Knight might have thrown the first punch I've seen in the PWHL in a scrum, which if I had to bet, it would have been on her to do so. Uh, just a great game. It was too bad they lost, but it was a good time. The entire Northeastern roster, mascot, coaches, ancillary staff was all there. Even the mascot made it. So, good time. A lot uh, of who, did, who did the puck drop? Oh, Patrice Bergeron. 37-51. There we go. Yeah, yeah you uh, said that's, that's <laughs> And I will say this. He looks... He looks in pretty good shape. He's been skating. Oh, so with that four extra four million in the cat space next year, we'll see what happens. I cannot believe that you didn't try to find him. I did. We walked around the whole place twice. On purpose looking for him or just walking the around, walk around? The second lap was. Okay. Yeah. I said I would have. I would have thought that you would have just like somehow closed off every exit. <laughs> like nobody's fucking leaving until I meet the guy. <laughs> like my crotch is pulling me like a divining rod towards me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when we saw Don Sweeney, we were going to go talk to him, and he went through the concession stands up into a suite. I was like, what the hell? That's not even fair. This David Blaine bullshit trying to get away from the people. (laughs) Well, maybe next time. Uh, Oilers new voice. So, Oh, oh, uh, sorry, sorry. One last thing. So what they did, this is really smart. So in order to go to this game, I don't know how it is in other cities. I can only speak to here. You had to sign up. The Songa Center at UMass Lowell is – and shout out – I wish I had her name. The athletic director. She was awesome. Um, The um, – you had to sign up for the Songa Center to get, like – you had to create an account, basically, to get tickets. So now you have this account for all the events there. And and you had to, I think, sign up for the PWHL newsletter. Uh, About three days after the game, I get an email saying, hey, you had a – we saw you attended the game. We hope you had a good time. 
here's a 10% coupon code if you want to go to your next game. Mm-hmm. No brainer. Like how 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 genius is that? It yeah, costs them yeah. nothing to do. I mean, it, you know, what's 10% to them, right? Yeah. So anyway, sorry, go ahead. Uh Jamie Drysdale just got his first assist uh for nice. Flyers as well. So um, Chris Knobloch is the first coach in the history of the NHL to help orchestrate two seven-game winning streaks within his first 25 games behind the bench. So shout out to him. The Oilers are coming back, dude. You remember earlier this season, what the hell is going on? Uh, tried to get Ken to hop on a call afterwards. He says he's busy tonight. He's probably just watching McDavid highlights and getting after it there. So, um, Kevin Bieksa called Nick Cousins a rat. Did you see this? He kind of broke yeah, down everything. Kevin Bieksa. Yeah, he broke down what had happened with uh, – who hit him? Was it Zucker? I think Zucker. Yeah, so Zucker. Cousins hit somebody on the Coyotes. Zucker came over and hit him. Pretended Cousins like he hit died. someone on the Coyotes who was on his high, knees. high. Yeah, and, and he kind of watched the clip. He left his skates. Yeah, left the so ice, Zucker, so. Zucker went over to him, stapled him. Cousins pretended like he died. Uh, and Kevin Bieksa pretty much called it how it was. He's like, this guy's a rat. Like he just goes around do- doing stuff like this. The league needs to step in, or otherwise things like this are going to continue to happen. He doesn't so. stand up at all. He's just a He's a rat turtle. He is. Turtle and rat. we, we, I think we called him a rat when he nailed, who was it, Gabranson? Mm. Gabranson got up. Like, that was justice. Yeah. If the league isn't going to do it, the players are going to start doing yeah, it. And I think you're going to keep seeing this dude in the news because he he plays fearless. Nothing bad's going to happen to him, so why not just go and be scumbag? Yeah. Yep. So, um, good on Kevin Bieksa. All this dude, shit goes away. That video that we posted on Facebook blew up as like nine thousand likes. By the way, we're above eight thousand Facebook followers now, so nice. plus on that. Yep, boys are buzzing. Uh, speaking of buzzing, Team USA they won a gold medal at the World Juniors. They beat Canada or Sweden. Uh, and I guess the final had two point three five eight million viewers in Sweden, and the total population of Sweden's ten million, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. That's yeah, a, um, a fifth of the country. So Gabe Perot, he played great. Rangers draft pick. I thought he played awesome. I think the BC line played really good. That Lane Hudson kid at the end of the game going at it with a dude like three times the size of him I thought was cool. Yep. I have a couple qualms. Blowing kisses to the crowd. Just it, it seemed like it was fucking amateur hour, dude. Like it seemed like it was like it was just a group of kids who had never been punched in the face before. You know what I mean? Like there was no humbleness to it. Like you can play hockey and be a dick, but like when it's done, hey, good game it's like kind of like the nhl with the stanley cup you go through you shake yep. hands and we battled we went at it they were just showboating like and i i bleed red white and blue dude but that was one of my least favorite team usa teams i think i've seen you got and i don't know if that's me just getting old or not but Probably. it's just it's just a fucking tough look i don't know man it's just like they're out there showboating and shit it's yeah, like dude, act like you act like you've been there before like we're not we're not the team usa past where we shouldn't be in games we're the team usa where we should win every fucking game exactly. start acting like it exactly i agree with you 100 buddy welcome, that, to, welcome just, and i know hal and rex we have we've been talking about it it's the same fucking thing it's like do we even really like these kids like these kids are just fucking losers like they they think they're fucking sick and they are sick but like Act act like you're a pro. I know that you're a kid, but fuck, man. Like, I I don't know. That's why I love players like Barry Sanders. He scored a touchdown, give the ball back to the ref. I like players like Derek Jeter who hit a ground ball to the shortstop. He's running as fast as he can to first base because it doesn't matter. Like, those were just the principal core foundations of the game. Like, you play the game, you respect the game, you don't cheat the game. And I feel like this was just part of respecting the game is respecting yourself and respecting your opponent. I the kids I coached, hat, hat helmets off, gloves off, shake hands. I just thought, it was, and it wasn't even like it was a chippy game the whole way through. Like oh, no, the USA, there was, there was like no there was no bad blood. If there was like bad blood where like somebody on the on US got laid out or like there were fights after every whistle, then They're I could kind of see yourself. Yeah, stuff. then I could kind of see it like the Theo Fleury Canada series with like with yeah. so like I could see that. But it wasn't even like that. They were just being fucking assholes for no reason. Yep. Um, just a little bit of class would be nice, but this is where we're at now. Um, but this wasn't very classy. Hershey Bears annual teddy bear toss, 74,599 stuffed animals thrown on there. They couldn't get one more. I mean, come on. I know, dude. I'm the same way I saw that. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? I might just donate one. (laughs) So Um, did they start the teddy bear toss, the Hershey Bears? I'm going to assume that they did with how much, you know, that they have going on there. But that'll be a minute couple for next week. More than likely. Uh, Dump and change.
So the complete opposite of the PWHL, the NFL. Yep. So they did this, I think, last week 17, not week 18, with a crucial game. They added on Peacock Network exclusively because this was the championship for fantasy football for a lot of people. There was a lot of frantic texting and the guys I play fantasy with because uh, like, where's the game? Where's the game? Where's the game? Uh, so they're doing it again. It's a wild card game that's on Saturday night between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, two of the most exciting offenses in the league, yeah. right? Both are Super Bowl contenders, and this is on Peacock again. So Kansas City Chiefs defensive end Charles Omanihu, I'm going with, he's given away 90 Peacock subscriptions so people can watch the Chiefs. This game is on regular TV in Kansas City and Miami TV markets, but everywhere else it's on Peacock. So if you want to try to win one of these from Kansas City Chief Star, you got to go follow him on social media and explain why you deserve it. I was on Reddit. I don't know if it was a recent thing or if it happened in the past, but do you remember Sam Matabo? He, uh, the goalie, he right? Yeah, he was for the Canadians. He couldn't play one night, and they had a Florida trip. And so he, he, I don't know if he had COVID, like something, he couldn't go to the oh, ring. Oh, Terry Price. No, it was my, Ma- it was, I promise it was Montevoc, or maybe it just happened, but he didn't. No, no, right, go- keep going, keep going. He couldn't go to the rink, so he went to turn the game on in the hotel. He couldn't even watch the voice box. Yeah. That's insane. It was Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux one time had a similar thing, and he was like, anybody got any streaming tips or something to that effect? Dude, it's fucking 20, was it 2024? Is that what it is? What are yeah. we doing here? Yeah. Like, why? Why make it, like, the NFL needs more money. I mean, I get it. That's it's insane that the but... NFL's doing that. Yeah, that's wild. So Pierce Brosnan, you know who Pierce Brosnan is, right? Uh, James Bond. Yes. So he cannot he cannot be contained. The seventy year old Irish actor allegedly walked into the roped off thermal pools at Yellowstone for a dip. The park has signs up saying it's dangerous and not to enter. But every year there are videos of animals like walking into the hot water baths. Like deer go in there and lay down while all these people are like, no, it's it's like a big BS sign because they don't want people fucking up. And Pierce Brosnan wasn't having any of it. His allegedly his court date is January 23rd. Yes, um, a court. Yeah, dude, it's a national park. It's probably a federal offense. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's going to go to court. Um, Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel. Have you seen all this? Jimmy Kimmel's a fucking cock, dude. <laughs> well, Aaron spineless, Rogers, spineless hack. Aaron Rodgers just got kicked off the Pat McAfee show because of. I don't think I don't think that was because of Pat McAfee. I think once Pat McAfee's done with ESPN, you're gonna see his shit blow up. I think. Oh, I'm sure, crazy. I'm sure, but it's just crazy that these are both guys complaining about not having the platform and be you know like people are trying to shut me down. One's on TV and one's on the biggest podcast on the planet. So you can both shut the fuck up as far as I'm concerned. Fair enough. Uh, a 42-year-old, you saw this story, right? The 42-year-old no. Alabama man crashed his car in the parking lot of a Bass Pro, geared down and did a naked cannonball into the fish tank. Did you not see this? No. He do- jumped into the fish tank. He only good- got out to stand under the waterfall, still buck naked, and the cops came to get him and he dove back into the big fish tank. He got How, how drunk was he? I it sounds like meth to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll do it. Roll Tide. Also, Nick Saban retired today. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, care less. Uh, this one, I have a feeling this is gonna one that's gonna upset you. Uh, <laughs> you see this Alaskan Airlines thing? I did. It's fucked up. The uh, a nightmare scenario came true when their Boeing seven thirty seven dash nine Max aircraft had a door blow open mid flight. There was no injuries and debris and phones were being found outside Portland. There was a couple of iPhones that were still working, I guess. And one of them was like had an email, like um, what do you call it? A banner when it comes up, like a notification that you had uh-huh. an email. The phone apparently had the banner on the screen saying, uh, your luggage is ready for pickup from your flight. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, if you're Apple, that's your commercial right there. Yeah. Right? Your phone fell out of a plane, it's still working. Indestructible. Yeah. So there you go. That's it for dump and change. Like dump and change, buddy. All right. Uh, Rangers. I'm not going to talk too much about the Rangers because if you're listening to the pod, hopefully you listen to the Oh, Rangers right, right, right. Yeah, the early one. Yep. So uh, what do you have with the Bees? So the Bruins, uh, Marshawn moves into position number five on the Bees all-time scoring list with 899 points. He briefly had point number 900 last night, but then they fixed the goal and gave it a geeky, so he's back to 899. 
Uh, trails Esposito with 1,012, Berge with uh, 1,040, Johnny Busick with 1,339, and Raymond Bork with 1,506. Uh, He's he, going to pass Bergeron. Yeah, yeah, he probably will. Yeah, But Bergeron was hurt for a while, wasn't he? He didn't have concussion yeah, problems missed, when he was a kid. Bergeron, I think, missed like a, almost a whole year, all told. Um, last night, Omar got hurt late in the game against Arizona. He went to make a save, and it looked like he got his back or his – groin and he was moving off the ice he didn't move his legs they were like carrying him standing so i pushed him along that was scary uh potras got uh i i assume it was a shoulder by the way he went down and brandon carlos out with an upper body he took a couple of big hits the game before so which sucks break, because carlo can't catch a break and it's not like you can it can getting if you get concussed it doesn't make you not tough he's yeah. playing great hockey and there's so many fucking idiot fans um, Johnny Beecher, this kid, right? Fourth line player. I wish I knew how to look up on a site the line combos he's played with. Because every night he's out there with someone different, it seems like on the fourth line. He's got um over 10 minutes a game. He's got five goals. Not I mean, he's not there for the goals. He plays in all situations, wing center, killing penalties. I think he's on power play too sometimes. And he's taking Almost every defensive faceoff, even when he's playing wing, he slides over for the defensive faceoff, and he's over fifty-three percent. Okay. I'm telling you right now, the Bruins got something with this kid. I think. Okay. Um, so they played uh, Tampa Bay. They curb stomped them seven to three. They dominated the whole thing. There was the greatest when Cooper got a fucking bench miner for being a bitch. Uh, Omar had twenty-three saves, eight eighty-five percent. They lost to Colorado with a shootout. Marshawn with two goals. Beecher had one. Dude, Nate McKinnon, I don't get to see Colorado play a lot. Good God, this it's guy. almost like you're watching a different type of hockey player. Like it's like someone fucking made a Wolverine combined with a person with the and a horse, of the gazelle. Yeah, with yeah, a Clydesdale's dude. ass. It's crazy how how great he is. Um, Swayman had 33 saves, nine seventeen. Although I will say, McKinnon only got one apple on the um, on the power play. Uh, Charlie Coyle and uh, Pavel Zaka did a really good job against McKinnon. Really good job. Um, And then they lost uh, last night in overtime to Arizona. I will say this. I don't watch a lot of Arizona either. They're fun. Physical, fast, and they will shoot from everywhere. Logan Cooley, Lawson Krause, Clayton Keller, uh, Sean Dersey, and Matt Dumba all stood out to me. Plus, obviously, the goalie, Connor Ingram, played net. Played great in that. Uh, Clayton Keller and Marshawn got into it at one point. Marshawn dropped the gloves immediately, started throwing punches by the bench. They all go to the, the box. And you could see them all jabbing at each other. And Marshawn, bah, 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 he was so worked up. And they show Keller, and he's just like, all right. He just rolled his eyes and was like, I don't even want to talk. You know, like you get in a beer league and some guy's his wires are crossed and there's no reasoning with him? Yeah. That was the vibe that whole interaction <laughs> took place. Um, so Elmar got hurt. Uh, he played like 62 minutes. There was like a minute and a half left in overtime, and Swayman had to Damn. come in. First shot he faced, he 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 got beat. Um, but before Almuck got hurt, 32 saves, 914 save percentage. I mean, they're they're playing well. You hate to see anyone go down, but on the plus side of this, silver linings, you'll see Brandon Boosie come up from Providence. Swayman is going to get the the bit right. They're going to ride Swayman. Allmark, I mean, if he shut down for a week or 10 days, the older guy, need him at the end. So this may yeah. work out. And they got they got a nice lead, so firmly in a playoff spot. So, I mean, right. you don't want to see anybody get hurt, but this isn't a bad time. No, this would be a good time, better now than like March. And going to visit old buddy Butchie in uh, Vegas on Thursday. Okay. Uh, Northeastern. Oh. I got breaking news, too, with Northeastern, but I'll get to it. Okay. Uh, so, Skylar Irving, friend of the podcast, Hockey's Player of the Week, Jules Constantinople. No, no, number one fan, Skylar Irving. Uh, Hockey East Defender of the Week, uh, Gwyneth Phillips, Hockey East Goaltender of the Week, and I got confirmation today that Phillips is coming on the podcast. So I, f- I feel like you never have to like take that off, the, her being like a stud. Well, I, I just leave it on there for that woman. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just have to just keep that on there. This is for <laughs> every hey, week. Phillips got it again. Yeah. But yeah. So, Gwyneth's going to come on, which would be pretty sick. Uh, I reached out to some of her teammates for some stories, and maybe they'll give me some behind the scenes scoop on her. So, right. 
Cool. Oh, yeah, she should be. From what Carp says, should be a really good interview. So that'd be fun. All right. Uh, barely ground up. I skated last night, dude. I still got the vision. I know what I'm doing with the puck. Hands aren't there, and holy fuck, dude, my body is not at all what it was about a year ago. <laughs> like holy shit, I gotta definitely start skating consistently. But it was fun to be out there. Um, good, good skate. Good group of guys. Everybody's pumped to see me. It's been a while. I think some people thought I had moved. Um, but it was it was a pretty good time, pretty fun, uh, decent skate too. A lot of really good players ended up showing up. They got new jerseys for the league that look really nice, and it was just it was just a good time. Nine forty start, kind of did without that, but uh, yeah, dude, it was it was just nice being at the rink again with the boys. So I'm still a little bit away from skating, but there's puck and stick time at the rink about two miles from my house. During the days, I think I might take a spin over there Friday, pay my seven bucks because I'll be out of uh, quarantine, pay my seven bucks and uh, give it a couple of laps and see what it feels like. Yeah, just stick around, handle the yeah. puck a little I'll bit. Call, I'll call uh, Alistair Poppycock to go with me in case I collapse. He's there. <laughs> is, that, is that the guy you want to be there in case that happens? Well, in, in theory, he'll be sober. It'll be daytime. <laughs> uh, all right, heroes and zeros. All right, hey, zero time. Your hero I had in my phone as something to talk about that I saw it and I took it. I didn't put it in the dock, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I only have a hero this week. It's Matt Zuccarello. Uh, broke his arm in the middle of the game and then went out and scored the shootout winner in the last game against Vancouver before going on the IR. Just hockey tough, dude. There's more to it than that. I don't know if you even know this. So he broke his arm, scored the shootout winner, got on oh, the yeah. game. Wanted to play the next day. Go the next game. And they were like, He's like, my arm doesn't feel right. And they were like, it's broken. <laughs> yeah. Zook, Zook's a fucking legend, man. Yeah, that's fucking sick. So I'll do my zero first. My zero is me. <laughs> so when I was plowing the new truck, I was because we had a storm here in New England. And uh, my truck was like, it had like a lot of like shimmy. I'm like, what the fuck? So I was in four wheel drive like way more than I used to be in the old truck. And I'm like, that's maybe with the torque of the new, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Halfway through the night, uh, one of the alarms comes on that I had a uh, low tire pressure on one of my tires. And it was like, you know, it said it was like 29. And I'm mm -hmm. like, geez, all right, I didn't seem that bad, but whatever. So I, I go, you know how there's the sticker inside the door? Yeah. So I look at the sticker today and it's supposed to be 35. And I'm like, all right. So, I mean, I can't work. So I'm like, I go to the air today um, and I go to fill it up and I'm like, 35 wait a minute i got new tires i look at the tire itself my fucking tire is supposed to be at 44 psi and i've been driving around at 32 or whatever oh man fucking loser me zero <laughs> so yeah i'm and so i filled them up and then i'm like my truck's like i'm like oh this would have been so much better in the snow <laughs> this makes sense now yeah yeah i forgot i got new tires and i never looked at it i just went by the door Dumbass. So for those out there, always look at the tire, not the door. Because you know, only losers buy roll around their stock tires. Fair enough. <laughs> stock tire losers. <laughs> oh, and my hero, which reminded me when you're talking about beer league, the guys I play with, I've only been on this team for a few years. I know some of the guys though for a long time. And uh they've been reaching out to me, checking on me since everything happened, and it's just you know, solid citizens when that stuff, you know. Again, something you don't have to do, you know, but they do, and it means a lot. So I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It. Only takes a couple minutes, dude, to make yep. somebody's day. It's not that yep. hard. So shout out to the boys. Uh, all right. We have one more segment. Three stars. All right, three stars, dude. New Year's, New Year, New Me resolutions, baby. So, so, you ready for this? Let's do it. I went and dug out last year's. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure mine are going to be very similar to what they were last year. Do you want to hear before or after? You tell let's me. Let's do it. Let's do it after. All right. Uh, my third star. Get back in the gym, dude. 
I'm on day three. I'm sure that's what I said last year, but that's what that's what winners for, dude. Hibernating, working out, working, morning skate, Rangers. There you go. Four, nice. four things in life. That's my third star. Uh, my third star is I enjoy from time to time hitting the hornet's nest online. I do it quite a bit with local groups here in town. Some of my friends are like, what did you do? I, I'm just not going to bother. It's There are so many fucking fragile, irrational people that yep. I'm not going to bother. And I'm going to try to treat things instead of trying to be funny and mean. I'm just going to try to be funny and nice. I like that. Oh, that's hey, a good you one. Dude. Don't have to be like clever all the time and make at someone else's expense. I'm gonna try to make it positive. Less stressful too. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, my second star. I want to take morning oh, skate to another. Hey, shout out! Shout out to Sid. Literally just texted me. Just want to say hello and see how you're feeling, brother. One of the guys on the team. There it is, dude. And Gary did it earlier, so yeah. Shout out to those guys. There it is. Sorry. I want, no, I want morning skate to take another step. I don't know what the other step is. The planner, I think, was a good step. We have a lot of things lined up. I think the PWHL is a great opportunity. We're going to have Rangers watch parties. It's definitely growing. Facebook's growing. Instagram's growing. Everything's going good. I just want to keep keep on keeping on with that. So, so tell your friends. Yeah, tell everybody. If you listen to the podcast, let everybody know. That's my second star. So my second star, because I'm just going to try to make them different than you, because I had Morning Skate as one. Um, so do you know who Arian Foster is? Uh, running back, right? Former running back, yes. He's on one of my favorite podcasts called uh, Macrodosing. Yep. He's uh, just a cool cat. Uh, like, I think he'd be, like, top 10 guys to have a beer with, I think, you know, or maybe a glass of wine. I think he's a wine guy. Uh, just a cool cat. I like, I like his vibe. I like the way he approaches stuff. Now, we've talked in the past how I'm all about bringing back the carts, right, mm-hmm. in the grocery, you know. I was listening to him on a recent podcast, and he talked about when he goes to movies with his kids, they pick up their row. Oh, wow. And he goes at the – his kids are older than mine, um, I believe. And he was saying how they uh, – by doing this, they know that they're making, a, they're making a positive impact. Be it as small as that, it's positive. And the kids now – know it and they do it automatically without him being like hey we got to do this so i think i'm going to start doing stuff like that with my daughter like if i we like go, that we go for a walk i'm going to bring a garbage bag if right. we are at the store and show her i'm going to hold the door for someone you know stuff like that so, yeah and instead of when i hold a door for someone and they don't say thank you i'm not going to go you're welcome i'm going to go no i think you should keep that Nope, nope. Teach her, I'm, teach her that too. Nope, I'm doing the positive. I'm just going to assume that they're going through a tough point right there at that moment. Okay, that's so, a good one. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Um, my number one star, I want to spend more time with my mom, dude. I feel oh, like nice. uh, I need to maybe get a little bit more involved over there. So that that one's definitely, I mean, she's the number one supporter of me my entire life. So yep. spend a little bit more time with uh, with my mom. That'd be my number one star. Nice. And I will, I'll officially uh, hope she comes to the watch party when I'm there so we can rip some beers together. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, my number one is the health, right? I got after what I went through, got to eat better, got to be better. So that's what we're, that's what we're focused on. There you go. Little things, dude, eating better and just taking a walk every day fucking yeah. adds up. Yeah. All adds right. Up. So now you want to hear our three stars for this time last year? Uh, before we do that, I just want to say little wins also add up pretty well. This whole gym grind happened because one day I ate completely clean and I'm like, okay, how can I build off of that? So I just like the little, littlest wins you can build off of. And then that just kind of creates a habit and it creates discipline. And yeah. And you also, you also got to give yourself credit for the little wins and be like, Uh Hey, I did X and I should feel good about it. It doesn't have to be a big thing. 100%. 100%. No, you don't have to go out and cure cancer today. You can open a door for some little old lady, and that's a win. Yeah, right? 100%. Like eating clean sounds so stupid to somebody, but I would find excuses to, like, oh, let's get a pack of MMs or, like, yeah. oh, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to I'll do that. that. And MMs are healthier because it's peanuts in them. That's what I tell myself when I'm trying <laughs> to. <laughs> All right. Like, so last year, your number three was cooking. Oh, you want to cook? I'm more. not bad. I'm not yeah. bad at it. I only cook the same thing, but yeah. Okay. My number third star was, uh, my third star was walks and yoga. Yoga never happened, but the walk. <laughs> yeah, yoga never happened. So we got to get back into the yoga. Okay. Uh, your number two 
What does that say? I can't read my own writing. Oh, yeah. Your number two was uh, you were only going to drink in the winter. I'm only going to drink in the winter? Yeah. Oh, no, no. You weren't going to drink in the winter. Dry uh, Dry so I, I actually am doing that currently. The only time I really drink is if there's a Rangers watch party or if like something really special happens. Um, My number two was I was going to cut out shitty people, which I did. That's Some good. Fucking significant ones too. Feel good. <laughs> yeah, it feels fucking great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your number one was going to go to the gym, and this is a direct quote from last year. You said, "I'm going to be the quote hottest I've ever been." Uh, I don't know if I got to the hottest I ever been, but I think top I was five? probably like top probably five. top five, top five. Right. I give it. And my number one was I was going to volunteer. Did you volunteer? Well, not really. But more escape. Yeah. <laughs> I've been volunteering at Northeastern. Yeah. I mean, that works, right? Yeah. Count it, dude. Put it on the board. Right. Yep. Go on for the wins. good guys. Little wins. Yeah, dude. There you go. Um, well, that was this episode of the podcast. I, this went longer than I thought it was. I thought we were going to rip through this thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you listen to this one, listen to the Rangers one. If you listen to the Rangers one, listen to this one. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed their new year. Still got a lot of hockey to go. We're back on the weekly podcast grind. Make sure that you're staying tuned for everything. Check out Key Sparkling Water, TMS 24, saves you 20%. And Brownie, anything else? No, just as always, God bless you, Jerome McGinley. We could make a resolution to have you come on and we could be friends and have a beer, but we'll just keep it as we'd like you to come on. We'll we'll just hope the friends happen organically. Finger, fingers crossed. I think if you get involved in PWHL, that might be a, a door to open. So, oh, Maybe his daughter plays. Yeah, never know. For Boston? Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's episode 311. We will talk to you next week.